Ready, set, go! Hey guys, welcome back to the EV Diaries. It is a beautiful Saturday morning here in southeastern Kentucky. The sun's shining. It's a brisk 36 degrees. Supposed to be a high of 70 today. That's what they say about Kentucky. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It will change. I'm getting ready to go for a run. But before I do, I wanted to talk about infrastructure. I got notification yesterday that we are looking to do a DC fast charging installation somewhere on our system. So I'm excited about that. I'm sure that that will provide a lot of insight that I can pass along. I was thinking about a report that I saw where the Edison Institute, I believe it was, did a study and came up with the notion that for every 1,000 vehicles, there needed to be 270 workplace chargers. I think it was 70 or 75 public chargers and five DC fast chargers. Like I said, that's to support a thousand EVs in one given area. And I'm sure that their numbers and their methodology worked well and provided them the results they wanted. China the other day, in an article I saw flipping through Flipbook, was bragging about the fact that they had one charging station for every eight electric vehicles. So Edison Institute says one for every three. China says, you know, they're happy with one for every eight. I'm not sure exactly. I know that we don't have nearly that. Or maybe we do, because if you think about it, there's not a whole lot of EVs on the road. So we don't have very many chargers. Mathematically, it might work out. But getting back to infrastructure in small town America. And for those of you who don't know, I'm an electrical engineer for a distribution cooperative, which means I work for the electric company. And a small town, actually, we serve seven counties in southeastern Kentucky. And we've had Tesla come in and put a DC fast charger. We've installed a couple of level two chargers ourselves. One of our fleet vehicles is a 2017 Chevy Volt. And I was given the task of monitoring its performance. I think this is the biggest thing that turned my head towards electric vehicles. And now I'm in the market to buy one. And that's why infrastructure, especially in small town America, is important. And I've always said that this is crucial, that we have to have the infrastructure before people will buy EVs. But now I'm looking at my daily driving habits and what I do from day to day. And I'm wondering if that's necessarily true. My commute to my office and back is roughly 75 miles round trip. So I could buy an electric vehicle that I've charged fully at home, drive to my job. If charging is available there, which I would hope it would be, then I would have plenty of electricity to get home, run all of my errands, and then be able to plug up in the evening and recharge my battery. I plan on when I do buy an electric vehicle to go ahead and install a home level two charger 
which for those of you who don't know is 240 volt hooks up like a clothes dryer or an oven i got to thinking about when the need for public charging would really affect me and that would be on longer trips i live about halfway between knoxville tennessee and lexington kentucky i go those places often i've got a daughter going to college in ohio so we are up around cincinnati frequently and come to think of it I've got a son that is going to college about an hour away from here in Danville, Kentucky. And Danville has a charge point charge station right downtown next to the Orange Leaf yogurt shop. So looking at my daily driving habits, I wouldn't need infrastructure per se in my town. I have infrastructure in my town. And given the space between towns, I mean, the closest town south is... 15 miles. The closest town north is roughly 30. I've got chargers available, the one that's 30 miles away because it's on our system. The one south, I don't, but if I go another 15 miles south, then there's a DC fast charger. So I'm in good shape in my region as far as being able to travel north and south. East and west is another situation. However, the next town that's over going west has some charging infrastructure. Going east, it is just a vast wasteland of nothingness as far as charging infrastructure. I looked the other day at some statistics that were provided to us by our Generation and Transmission Cooperative, which is in Winchester, Kentucky, East Kentucky Power Cooperative. They commissioned a study, and according to public records and what they were able to attain, there's about 45 electric vehicles in the seven counties that we serve. So, obviously, we are overloaded when it comes to EV charging stations per 1,000 vehicles. However, we, are, uh, we only have three Level 2 chargers in our system and the Tesla DC fast charger. So we're very limited and those are close together i guess if you consider 30 miles close but getting back to the point i wanted to make personally i've determined i don't need infrastructure in my hometown to operate an ev that i could get by charging at home and possibly charging at work it would be nice to be able to go to the grocery store and put a little bit of fuel back in the tank while i'm shopping but it wouldn't be necessary so lack of infrastructure should not prevent me from finding an EV that suits my needs. Given the chicken and the egg scenario, should you buy the EV first or should you wait for the infrastructure? I think the infrastructure is going to cause more EV adoptions. However, I don't think we're going to see more infrastructure until there are more EVs on the road. And I was thinking about the way I operate my 2005 Mini Cooper. Every three days, I go to the gas station and fuel up. Contrast that with an electric car. Sure, if I had no infrastructure and had a 300-mile battery, like you would find in a Tesla Model 3, I could conceivably drive for three or four days and then stop for 45 minutes at a DC fast charger and refuel just the same as going to a gas station. Again, that's 10 minutes versus 45 minutes as far as charging goes. 
However, that's time that you could spend doing other tasks or perhaps enjoying a nice meal. I think ultimately, though, the place that I would want infrastructure is to the towns north and south of me. And that's why the government is promoting the ideal of EV corridors along the interstates. An EV corridor is a stretch of highway that has chargers level two and above every 50 miles. And when this becomes a reality, you'll see more EVs on the road to the point that just having one charging station every 50 miles is not going to be sufficient. But getting back to infrastructure, like I said, I frequent Cincinnati and our trip this past weekend, I was looking for public charging stations and I did not see any. However, I did have my PlugShare app and my ChargeHub app open on my phone and I was within a few miles of several. However, there were none near where I was. We spent the day at Kings Island which I think would be a perfect place for a couple of level two chargers. You've got an area where people are going to come. They're going to stay more than a couple of hours. That gives anybody driving an electric vehicle plenty of time to charge. And that's something that Kings Island may should consider in the future. The next closest station to Kings Island was in an industrial park, which... There again, if you work in the industrial park, that's great for you. If I had been in an EV, I do not know that I would have wanted to leave my car sitting in an industrial park the entire day. It might have been different if there had been shopping or entertainment within walking distance of the industrial park, but that wasn't the case. The rest of the ones that I saw on the map were in shopping locations, behind hotels, a few parking garages on UC's campus has some charging. The Cincinnati Zoo has charging, and I think that's great. There is another place that you're going to spend a couple of hours where you can top off your car while you're enjoying the zoo. I've said all this to say that I don't think the lack of infrastructure is going to influence my choice in EVs when the time comes the way that I first expected it to. I still have some concerns living in a rural area the way that I do. However, like I said, given my daily driving habits, I don't think that that's going to be a problem. I'm going to stop here for today, but just remember that these EVs are not going to go away. Every vehicle sold in the future, in some form or fashion, is going to be electrified. Doesn't mean that we're not going to put gasoline in them, but I do believe that the drivetrains will be electric. Just remember, the EV revolution is already here, so buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride.